Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam it, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. Correct. 33 came off the top and wipe us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, the Rocket David Roberts. Welcome to Track Chat Live. <laughs> Breaking news into the studio. David, can you tell me what theme this is? As the world turns. As the world turns. And you're asking, why am I playing soap opera music to start the show? So before we went on the air tonight, we were having some discussions with our guest. And I found out that David is actually a soap opera megastar. That's right. So years ago at Greenville Pickens Speedway, you were out there and they actually came and filmed an episode of As the World Turns, right? And you were in the show. We was Well, I don't know if I was in the show, the car was in the show, right? Gotcha. Marty Ward, there's a bunch of us out there that, that uh, they had done. Most money I've probably made racing. <laughs> I, got, I got paid just to ride around, look like we was racing, you know, and didn't don't tear up nothing, don't wear nothing out. So I had a good night. So David Roberts, aka, did you use a, a stage name or anything, or you just just Rocket Man? Rocket. That's all you got to say. <laughs> all you got to say. Well, for all you folks that did not know, I did not know that. I, I mean, I'm just blown away that David and Marty Ward were both in a soap opera. So. There you go. It's not. It's not, not days. Not a racetrack soap opera. A real life soap. <laughs> well, opera. Well, we could probably have a a racetrack soap opera based on some of the things I've seen over the last few oh, days yeah. and a few weeks. But uh, anyway, well, we don't. Won't get we, into all that. We yet. won't get into that tonight. So, other than being a soap opera star, David, how was your weekend? Man, we had a good weekend. We had Fort Great Fourth of July. We had you know twenty something people over and cooked a bunch of hamburgers, and hot dogs, and watched the fireworks and just had a good time. Then. Cleaned up the rest of the week from all everything. Been pedaling with race cars, getting ready for this weekend. Yes, I can't wait. Got a big race coming up. We'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. But for me, I just kind of hung around the house, got some walking done, and enjoyed just a weekend of really nothing. So there you go. That's right. You need that every once in a while. Yes, I need that as much as I can. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into our Dirt on Dirt, our Dirt Report. I'll do that this evening. And, man, Cherokee Speedway, they had a busy week this past week. They raced on Monday, last Monday. We were talking about it when we started the show. And then they turned back around and raced again on Saturday. So we're going to cover the results from Cherokee Speedway. Last Monday in the Renegade Sportsman Division, the winner was Andrew Baker. Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett. Extreme 4 was Hunter Anthony. 602 late models was Luke Cooper. Blue Ridge Outlaw late models was Jay Sessions. Street Stocks was Blake Bentley. Pure Stock was Brandon Byers. And then the Crown Vic V8 was Jeff Lamb. And then this past Saturday night, the Renegade Sportsman winner was Brandon Kynard. Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett. Extreme 4 was Casey Towell. Pure stock was Mickey Brock, and then the Mideast Super Late Models was Trent Ivy. Oh, oh, Luke got him two in one week. Didn't yeah, he did. He was a uh, must be hot shoe in that Thunder Bomber. Yes, we got to get Luke in here and, and talk about that. So the next race at Cherokee is going to be this Saturday, July the fifteenth. Harris Speedway. This past Saturday night, the Mini Late Models was Chris Stowe. Front wheel drive was Trent Blackwell. Pure stock was Ray Hudson. Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett again. He had a triple weekend. Well, let's let's look here now. We talking about on seven eight, which is Saturday, right? Yes. So by this, he won Cherokee, 
He must have won Harris during the day and went to Cherokee and won that night. Or they he won there and then flew over. To, I mean, who knows? It's possible. They, is, maybe the racing that, order was kind of different. Which is probably not that far apart, yeah. you know, from Harris to, to Cherokee. It's probably done, depending on one runs earlier in the day one, or in the in the running order and the other one's late. Or maybe I just typed up wrong or something. Yeah, that could be the case because well, I'm, I'm known to, to do that. Try not to lay that on you. <laughs> it's very possible. It, anything is possible. You know, I could... I'm not. I'm not that perfect, <laughs> David. <laughs> okay, Thunder. Where was I at? Thunder Bomber. Okay, Luke Doggett. Ford Outlaws was Brian Carswell. Street Stock, Patrick Lyons. Six oh two late models. John Ruggiero Jr. And then the Young Guns was Ethan Fowler. Next race is going to be Saturday, July the fifteenth. Lawrence Speedway. Let's make sure Luke is not on. <laughs> All right. Lawrence Speedway. 602 late models was Michael Smith. Front wheel drive was Wayne Taylor. Thunder Bomber Futures was Trenton Jameson. Four cylinder was Ronnie Johnson. Thunder Bomber was Travis Jameson. Young Guns was Carson Taylor. Cadet was David Cannon. Limited late model was Frank Coates. And then many late models was Ethan Long. The next race is going to be Saturday, July the 15th. The old Frankie coach, now he's, he's about as old as the dirt down there, I think. He's been running forever. Well, never know. He might be able to tell you, you know, where the bones are buried out there. Oh, yeah. He's, been there. he's been there for a while. Any. I mean, he's been around. If there's any out there. All right, Livonia Speedway, they had no race this past week, but their next race is going to be Saturday, July the 15th. And then good old TR this past Friday night. The Thunder Bomber non-winners race was Kyle Westmoreland. So I'm assuming it was kind of like a dash for cash. You know, Anderson does a, a little thing in the mini stock division. Yeah. If, you know, for all the non-winners, you can have a race and, and win. So I guess that is kind of what that was with the Thunder Bomber division. And then the regular Thunder Bomber race was none other than Rod Tucker. Well, that's probably hard. Probably had a bunch of cars in that non-winner because Rod probably won and wins them all. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's probably the only one over our watch. Exactly. And then the uh, Nick Norris doubled up in the Rookie V8 in the Extreme 4. And then the Kevin uh, Nations won the Pure Stock Division. And then the Renegade Sportsman was Timmy Smith. Next race is going to be July the 14th, this Friday, at Traveler's Rest. Eddie Ray. Eddie Ray. And that's our dirt report for this week. The dirt on dirt. So you know what time it is. We do our reports and then we stop and give a big thank you to all these sponsors that help make Track Chat Live possible. So what we're going to do is take a break and we'll be back with more Track Chat Live right after this. JW Machine Fab is Fountain choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinefab.com. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at OnTimeSC.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallics, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. 
Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalstons.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. This is Kenzie Davis. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. So we had some discussions off the air, and and I've got it all figured out, David. So whenever you uh, get tired of you know racing and you think it's maybe time to retire, you can always fall back on your soap opera acting career. Yeah, maybe like Doctor David Roberts, you can be on General Hospital or da- Days of Our Lives, you know. Because on there, if you die, you always come back. So oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like Stefano on the days of our lives. Right? There you, there you he go. Lived forever. And also, I found out you watch. You still watch days on on a regular basis. No, here. no, I don't. <clears throat> My wife does. She's this, that's her show. She's been watching it since she was a kid. And I like to aggravate her. I go in there and she sometimes and she'll be watching it and I start naming this and I said, well, I'm called up now. It's been months since I've watched it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right well, okay well, that's funny all right we're not here to talk about soap operas we're here to talk about some racing and racetracks and we have we got three generations of racers in in the studio i think this is the biggest crowd we've ever had in here for a monday night show and uh we have john gallman we have his son chandler gallman and then we have the uh godfather of racing he's <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jerry Rector, aka Grampy. So Grampy. he's he's I guess he be the godfather of all this, correct? Yeah, that's what? right. All right. Well, he looked at me and says, "Just still call me Jerry." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they call him Grampy, so I, I guess I've heard that so much that you know. So, so well, I get started with a little mushy there, but you know when I was a kid, I grew up watching Jerry Rector and my brother. To me, two of the greatest drivers from this area or anywhere you know what i'm saying and and really supposed to not like jerry because he raced against my brother right i mean it's kind of, supposed to be a kind of a rival deal but i always liked jerry rector and i always liked my brother they both they both like it was cut out of the same cloth when they raced smooth as smooth can be fast good clean drivers and that's what you know i tried to pattern myself over the years off of them too and you know so just just my little history with him and what i think about him and and stuff you know to me i watched him win a race at hickory was 300 laps he won a 300 lap for hickory i mean against the best of the best mm. so yeah he, he and he's humble and that's what i like so well, that that's what that's <clears throat> what makes a person they're still humble and they're, they're not you know try to be boastful about hey i want a 300 lap race you yeah. know <laughs> So, so now we're going to move to his son, John. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, the humble's gone out the window. 
no, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. John, John has come, you know, good racer. And and John, let's talk about about how you got started in racing. What did you race first? I started running go karts. I think I was probably 14 or so. But yeah, when we moved in with with uh, Grampy, it, I think I was 10 or something like that. And he was racing, and he was running the Hooters Pro Cup. I think when we first came into the picture he was running the sportsman series so that kind of got me into racing and my cousin raced and uh al uh his brother al rector raced so he was just always around it and always at the shop helping anytime i could so i was always around it then he got me a go-kart to run so we started running go-karts and then just kind of went from there and never really could run as good as i needed to i still have that problem Mm -hmm. second place is about all i get most of the time but (laughs) that's the way it goes when did when did you move up to cars? Uh, in two thousand and four, I won the points championship at Possum Kingdom, running go karts and stock light. And then the next year, we moved up to a BM modified, and I run it for two years. And then I run Legends cars for two years, and then we quit until two thousand two thousand and sixteen. Oh wow! I didn't I didn't know that you I didn't know that you run Legend cars mm-hmm. and the BM modified. Yep, started off in that. So so like you know normally like to ask people you know where'd you come up with a number but I know exactly where you come up with the number, but tell us tell us a little history on that. Yeah, that number's got a lot of history, I guess, with directors and their uh, <coughs> Bob Rector. He had a race car that had eighty one on it, and Bob always said if your car wasn't white with eighty one, he couldn't keep it in his shop. So that's what I always had, and I ended up running an 03 on uh, the Legends car that I run just because there was two other eighty ones. He was one of them, and there was another guy running it. So I run an 03, which he run 03 in the Sportsman Series. Right. So that's where that number came from. Cool, cool, yeah. Now, I was looking through some old pictures a couple years ago, and I saw one of a BM modified car. And I looked on the side, and it had that same 81, the same font, the same colors that you use today. Now, that was, of course, you. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That was probably 05 and 06 when I run it. And I think I, I think I got second in the points the first year. And then the second year, I ended up selling the car with a few races to go in the season. And we really wasn't in the points or anything at that point. And that's what we used part of it to get the Legends car. I got you. Was it red and white? It was white and red and blue like we always are. I mean, it was white just like yeah, his just late the same model. as what we have yeah. now. Yeah. It just had the well, the 81 on there. I mean, as a kid, back in the 70s, that's the way it was. It's always that white 81. You know. I like the the whole scheme of John's car mm-hmm. and Chandler's. It's the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. To me, that's I think patriotic. I think America, and that's just to me a very great car scheme. Or you know, for America and just being patriotic. That's that's why I like it. Yeah, and with our limited car this year, we ended up going with black as the outline, and that was kind of just a throwback to what Grampy used to run. Back in the day, it was it was always black and red. And then when he started in the Sportsman Series, I guess, what was that, like 90-something, 90, 90 94, something like that, whatever year it was, when he was able to get the 81, they went to blue. So that's blue, the reason, right. and that's what we always stuck with, and that's what Chandler wanted on his. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So you started in uh, big cars and limited type stuff in 16? Yeah, it was 2016 when we uh, – when we got the car, that's I think we got the car in fifteen, and then we started in two thousand sixteen. Wow, I, I didn't realize it. Just that's not long ago, you know. I didn't realize yeah. that. And and you, Anderson's where you started. Uh, yeah, we started and we run with the truck series from the get go. We've run with the truck series every year except for I missed the Hickory race last year, and we haven't we missed the Lonesome Pine race. But every other race since two thousand sixteen, we went to and made and was in the show. So. <clears throat> wow i think last year was probably your first was it or this year is your first complete season at anderson you ran some at the end of last year as well yeah we ran a few races well i think in uh, we run a few last year and then the year before that i don't know if we did or not but the first year that they come with the limited cars we run and we ended up winning four in a row every time we showed up we won so that was that's probably the best amount of wins i had in one time now the past year or so i've noticed you've struggled some you know you've seemed like you've always been got caught up in where the the wreck happens it's like you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time but this past 
well, two weeks ago at Anderson, I think you probably have one of the best performances and probably one of the best cars, or maybe it was good then. You just couldn't get away from the, the, the problems, but you had a, a solid performance. I mean, you, you didn't win, but you were P2, and I was like, I looked and I was like, man, John's John's getting his mojo back, you know? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good run last time we ran at Anderson, you know, got second. If the caution wouldn't have come out, maybe I'd have had a shot at it, but when I had to line up on the outside and got shuffled back to third and just didn't have time to get back up there, but the car was working good, and this whole season has been rough. I've I've been in a lot of accidents, and a lot of them were my own. I've run into people when I shouldn't have, and just getting over my head, over anxious, and and this past race, I made sure just to slow down and take my time, work my way up there, and it worked out a lot better for me. Yeah, I was I was very impressed with with that performance you had. I I was you know up there watching in between people tapping me on the shoulder, asking me stuff. I was I was you know watching intently, and I'm like, man, John's really got a shot this week. He's going to do good, you know, and end up finishing P two. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was a great run. I thought it was real good and. And that's a brand new car you got, right, son? Yeah, yeah, that's a brand new one. So we've been figuring out some stuff. There's some stuff on the front end that's not quite like what we've been running. So it's it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like you, I mean, you know, I talked to y'all a lot, and it seems like you, you're on the right path, you know, with uh, Jerry. Jerry knows all the, he's worked on them all his life, so he knows what to change and what to do. And that's why I tell him just, Go back to old school stuff. It's, it's, it keeps revolving back around to something that's that we've me and him's done back in the day. You know, yeah, that's what it seems like it's doing now for us. We we've tried everything with the springs and everything that other people say they try, and and I just don't feel like it works that good for us. So we're back to what we were doing on our other car, and then with a couple other things added in. So right. it, it's working pretty good, and hopefully it continues that way. Yeah, yeah. So. So you gonna are you gonna run any more truck races this year? Uh, we'll probably go to all of them at Anderson. I'm trying to talk them into going to Hickory, but that would be back to back races, and that would be tough. So I don't know if we're gonna do that or not. But I do like Hickory; that's a fun track. I enjoy going there. From the looks of his face, he's over here shaking his head. It's gonna be a that would be one more trip there, back to back. You know, you basically have to sleep on the way up there. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's hard on whoever's driving the truck. That's me. Yeah, everybody else can sleep, but not. Grampy's probably he's like he ain't sleeping. You know, <laughs> if you're driving, I ain't sleeping. So, so I, ain't, I just soon be driving. So, that's what my son tells me. You know, we run back to back. I said, hey, you don't want it's rough on you. You won't let nobody else drive. So they all sleep, so they're good. I drive, get up, drive down, drive back, race, do whatever. You know, so. That's a, that's what it's hard on. You're still young, so it's probably not as hard on you as it would be me and Jerry nowadays. But yeah, you, it can be done. I mean, back in the day, Jerry probably Fourth of July probably run six or seven races in three or four days. You know, yeah, in one week. So, well, but, the, the deal we had was I had to drive the truck. So that's that's part of my job is getting the car there. So. Getting the car there. Well, mm. tell him just get in, get in. Mm, let's go. Let's go. Right now, John, you've drove. It'll be a modified division for a while, a couple years, I think. Yeah, two and years. You did the Legends deal. How, how long did you, did you drive that? Uh, we run them for two years. The second year, we won the semi pro championship at Anderson, and then we quit. Like I said, we quit for a while. We started building hot rods and messing with that stuff, going to car shows and doing that thing. And then I went and watched a few races at Anderson, and the next thing you know, I was talking Jerry and Lenny into getting a car. So here we are. Yeah, I bet they appreciate that. <laughs> Yep. So you've 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 raced for BM Modified and Legends and now Late Model. Yep. Okay. So what's your favorite racetrack? Uh my favorite one. I don't know. I really enjoy Anderson. I like Anderson. I really love the people there. It's a fun track too, it's challenging. But I enjoy Kingsport. Kingsport's a lot of fun. It's it's a fun track to drive and Wake County, we went up there, first time there, won the race. So that was that was fun. It's a little short quarter mile track, fast track. I enjoyed it and I like Hickory too. I like all of them. I mean, all the, you know, they all have their own unique things that you got to figure out and try to get around now, the track. Now, Wake County, they have the yellow walls like we do, correct? Yeah, they're yellow walls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, except for Florence. Yeah, Grampy just brought that up. First time there, I went out in the woods. So, really? Yeah. Hey, you and David has something in common. Yeah. yeah, that's a long way down in the woods. Which tree did you hit, David? I don't know. It's still, I knocked the bark off of it. It's got my signature on it right now. 
I don't know how long it'll be before that grows back. But yeah. uh yeah, he's talking about Kingsport. Kingsport's a fun place. I like it. Uh it's it's the jungle, the concrete jungle. Yeah, it's it's like a jungle. Yeah, that's I what mean, it feels like going around it. Yeah, yep. yeah it's that's a, a long drive place. to get up there too. It's even farther to Lonesome Pine. See, well, I've fi- never been there. Well, I was fixing to say you like Lonesome Pine. Yeah, I, it, it was I liked it and then they asphalted it and then I didn't like it as much after that. Yeah. I think they've regrounded or something. I've heard it's better. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been there since they've done that. But I know the first time we went there, I think we finished second and uh, was running you know, really good, had a good night that night. And then we went back again. I think we blew the motor. And then the third time we went, they had paved it, and it was, wasn't even the same place. Now, have you ever raced any dirt? No, I haven't. Grampy, Grampy told me that I didn't have enough friends to run dirt. <laughs> now, is that so, something you've you... seen me at the asphalt track? Yeah, so. I have. I have. Now, is that something that maybe you'd like to do one day, or you just totally I, no? I wouldn't mind it if you know if I had the chance to, but I would like for Chandler to be able to. I'd like to be able to take him with his pure stock and let him, if nothing else, just get some laps on a dirt track. You know, get the feel of it and just see how he likes it. Now, when he, you know, did go karts, that that was a little bit of a dirt experience there, but still, it wasn't the true. Yeah, it's different on go karts. On go karts, you run flat out. I mean, it's basically like being on asphalt. The track gets hard, so it's it's not really like running, you know, a dirt car. I got you. Or it doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah, I, I'd buy a ticket if you went and got a dirt car. Yeah, I haven't been to a dirt race, and I couldn't tell you when. The, the Saturdays that I'm not busy, I just like to chill, you know, and I need to go venture out and, and do some dirt stuff and watch. But I would, I'll guarantee if you go and do a dirt race, then me and David will come. We'll have to bring security because David, you know, he's now that it's out there that he was, you know, a celebrity. That's right. Yep. Soap opera man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I guess we're getting ready for a break, Jeff, so we're breaking. So. Yeah, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to the other half of uh, this generation here that will be Chandler Gallman and kind of find out where his racing career is, is headed, what he's accomplished so far at a very young age of 12 years old. I think you're the youngest. He's the youngest to, to be on the show, which is cool. But uh, we're going to come back and talk to Chandler. Right after these messages here on Track Chat Live. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's Barbecue Sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the Upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring Lake Model Stock, Limited Lake Model, Renegade, Four Wheel Drive, Outlaws, 
street socks, and full body fittings. Cheer parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit thetricountyspeedway.com. Never miss a moment on Track Chat Live. My dad was one of 12 kids, so he was the oldest boy, so he always believed in working, right? And so he had one child, unfortunately a girl. I mean, you know, the daughter-son, I was both, whatever, but he was like, you're going to work. You know, that's what you do. So age 12, 13, he had me in the concession stands popping popcorn and slinging Pepsi Colas, I think it was back in the day. So I started working there then, and to be honest with you, I hated it, right? Because I was not with my friends at football games on Friday nights, on the weekends. and But, I mean, it taught me work ethic, and I got to meet a lot of great people. And, uh, well, that's and, that's yeah. what this world needs now, a little more work ethic. Well, absolutely. Yes. I- Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City. Bluegrass with Lawrence County Speedway. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. <laughs> when we went to our break, I got a text message from from Gerald uh, Harris with the Southeast Super Truck Series, and he said that uh, Lonesome Pine has not had any issues with mosquitoes since John sprayed up there last year. <laughs> yeah, they brought pieces of my motor to me in, in the palms of their hands and said, here, I think this belongs to you. So, yeah, we, we spread it out all the way down the front stretch. So they can send you the bill for the mosquitoes, right? Yeah, that's right. All right, for the pest control. Send you the check. Send you the check. Right. All right. Uh, so, so, so before we get done with them, what, what is your plans for the rest of the year? So you're going you're gonna to stick out at Anderson? Yeah, we're going to run at Anderson, and then, like I said, we'll probably hit the super truck races that come to Anderson, and then right. just wherever, you know, if, if we can go to the other super truck races, we might, you know, if we can come up with the money and all that, you know, it takes a lot to be able to go and even afford to be able to go. So if anybody wants to help so, out with the calls, there you right. go. Help you, John and Chandler, make it to uh, Hickory. So what about moving forward next year, the year after? What do you, what do you I don't know where we're going to go. Uh, it just really depends on what Jerry and Lenny want to do and, and you know, if they want to stay at Anderson or run the truck series, you know, just whatever they want to do. And then hopefully we're going to have Chandler running a limited car. He's putting his together, which is my old chassis. He's putting it together and putting the work in on it, and that was part of our deal that he has to put in the effort and the work uh, for us to be able to help him and support him. You know, he's going to know every nut and bolt on the cars, and, you know, that's important for me that he knows how to work on them. Right. Let's let's talk to Chandler a minute. Chandler, where, where you at with that limited car, boy? You working on it? I'm working on it slowly, but yeah. Slowly but surely, right? Yep. And I, you think you told me earlier you got the front end done? Yeah, I got um, the bottom A-frame, top A-frame, and spindles on it, and I'm putting the pedals in it. And you you pretty much done all this by yourself? Pretty much, yeah. That's cool, man. That's what it takes right there. That's what I preach all the time right there. Well, I've said it before at the racetrack. I mean... I know a lot of 12-year-olds, they spend a lot of time on their phones in front of gaming consoles, and they do not get up and go out and, and enjoy, you know, playing in the yard or, or getting in the shop and working on race cars, you know. That, to me, is a great childhood, you know. I'm glad I grew up in a, in a time when all that stuff wasn't around, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, so so you, how did you get started? What, when did you start racing? So when I started, I was started in go-karts. I was racing his old go-kart, and I started when I was five, and we raced go-karts, and then I think I got a new one when I was, what, about, I think I was about seven, and I got a new go-kart, and we raced them until I was nine, and we kind of got out of it a little bit, and then when I was 10, we built a pier stock for me to race at Anderson. That's when you was 10, built a pier stock, so you've been... You've been riding around in pure stock since you was 10 or 11 years old. That well, right? we started building it when I was 10. Oh, we started building it when you was 10. Yeah, we don't get nobody. No, he came to test when he was 11, correct? Right. Yep, I ran my first two races when I was 11. Wow. Last year. Last year. Yep. So, so you got two races from last year in it, and you got, what, five or six this year? Yep. And how many have you won this year? I've won two. Won two this year. Yep. 
Then did you win one last year out of those two? No, I probably should have won one of them. Probably should have. Yeah, I got a bunch of them I probably should have won. <laughs> those ones you always remember. Ones you should have won, right? So, yep. So you you think you're going to have your limited car ready for this year to practice, or are you just trying to get it ready for next year? I'm hoping I can get it done and practice some and hopefully maybe run the last couple races of the season in it. Wow, so you don't, you're going to go up against Pop? Yep, I'm hoping I can outrun him. Hmm. Well, oh. I, what I've seen, you better stay away from him. put the bumper to you. <laughs> yep. probably, put it, probably, probably like his belt, he probably put it on you quicker than he will anybody else. Well, Grampy probably won't be too happy about that. He'll have to help fix two cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Grampy comes into play now. Things change, right? Yeah, he's wrenching on both these cars, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pocketbook and wrenching. So, when Grampy, when Grampy ain't happy, and y'all, y'all might be sitting out for a week or two. Huh? Yep, that might happen. So, so, so you run go-karts and how many different racetracks did you go to back then? Um, we ran it Outback a lot, and then we started running at Foothills, Warrior Creek, Carnesville. We ran a race at Possum Kingdom, a race at Cross Anchor. Uh, I think that's about all we went to. Right. So, who's your favorite NASCAR driver? Uh, Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. What was this stuff earlier? You were talking about you get every time you get a phone call, they call you Kyle Bush. What, what was up with that? Well, he started calling me Kyle Bush after I won. Who's that? Who's he? Grampy. Grampy, okay. Kyle Bush, what, did you act like him when you got out of the car or something, or what? I don't know. He just came up with it. Just came up with it. Hmm. Hey, he drives good. Challenge Challenge of the Kyle Bush Goldman. There you go. Hmm. Who knows, man? You might drive for him one day. That'd be nice. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Mostly because his head was about that deep. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, Grampy knows how to get your head back down small, don't In you? case y'all didn't he hear that, that, that was Jerry. He said, you know, because Chandler's head was that big, so that's, that's why he called him Kyle Bush after that first win. Yep, he calls me Kyle Bush, and he always has to tell you something. Oh. Something you did wrong in the race. Yeah, well, that's, that's the way we grew up. Yep. Right? And that's how you get better. He's going to point out the things. See, he's going to point out the things that you need to do better. Now, he's proud of the things you do good. He just don't he don't say them as much, but he's he's trying to make you even better, right? Yeah, he he definitely does make you a lot better talking to you. Yeah, just why does he just calm you down a little bit, or just what what makes you feel better after talking to him? He keeps you calm, and he really tells you what to do, and keeps you like if you're up high on the racetrack, he keeps you at the bottom, keeps you running the whole race. So so. So now, what you're telling me is you listen to Grampy, but Daddy don't. Yeah. Is that it? Both of yeah. both of them shaking. Everybody's shaking their heads. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now the truth, truth comes out. out. I don't yeah. mean to jump on John. Hey, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So uh, you grew up. I mean, you're still you're 12 years old. You still got you know a big career ahead of you. But from the time you were born, you just started tinkering around with cars. Did you like, I'm going to be a race car driver one day. That's that's what I want to do. With me, I was in my bedroom, you know, pulling around with the radio. I was like, I'm I'm going to be on the radio one day. You know, that was my goal. But with you, Chandler, is that kind of what you set out to do one day? You wanted to be a race car driver? Yep. I wanted to be a race car driver, and I still do. You still do. You still doing it and killing it. I, I'll say this. I'll commend Chandler. A lot of times when I do uh, victory lane interviews, a lot of the drivers, you know, I'll say, you know, would you like to thank anyone? And they're like, yeah, let me, uh, and they start looking around on the car. And, you know, some of them know the sponsors, but they, most of them look on the car. I got to thank this person, this person. But Chandler, the night he won, I was like, would you like to thank anyone? I mean, he started rattling these sponsors off like like a machine gun. It was like, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, this kid, is he's the real deal. He knows what he's talking about. You know, he's like, well, I, I practice. You know, I memorized my sponsors because I knew that if I ever got to that point, I was going to win. Did I need to know this stuff? So it's kind of like he did his homework before he, you know, he prepared himself for the test and he passed. Right. Now, now who, who who led you that way? Mama? Um, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. She's the one that drove you to, to practice that and learn that about your sponsors, right? Yep. Because I know these two here didn't. 
No, no. He sure didn't. I know. I'm like him, you know. I'm like Jeff said, I win. Get at Greenville somewhere and win, you know. So, like, thank you, sponsor. And I got to turn around and start looking at the car and trying to remember who it was, you know. And then I'm scared to death I forgot somebody and they going to get mad and not help you no more. So, it's it's tough. Oh, I'm sure, you know, you you got all, all, a lot of these folks that are, you know, pour money into it and they expect to hear their name. And if you ain't got it down, you know, you're like, Maybe I don't need to be giving the guy money or whatever. So, so what racetrack would you like to go run? Um, I would like to run at Hickory and Florence. I, I want to race at Florence. You want to race at Florence? I don't know. They got? Do they have their class at Florence? It's called Thunder and Lightning. Oh, th- okay, the Thunder and Lightning. Yeah. Well, y'all need to you keep winning. Maybe they'll bring you down there. I'll I'll put a plug in for you when every chance I get. But you got to keep your head swelled down because I'm like your grandpa. I don't like. I don't like him big head, big headed, you know. Got to stay, got to stay humble. So Hickory, Florence, that, that'd be pretty cool. Yep, the Southeast Super Trucks are running Renegades at Hickory, and we might be able to go race with them with my car. Okay, so so the is that the Renegade with the trucks or the Renegade with Hickory? With Hickory. With Hickory's class, okay. Yeah, they have a that's part of their weekly series. You know, this year I think the Southeast Super Truck Series has been. Whenever track they go to, they have their the the Southeast Super Trucks, and they have the the limited support divisions, and right. they get the support divisions from whatever racetrack they're mm-hmm. at to kind of help out. Well, I think you stay on the path, Chandler. What you're doing, you got great coaching from from Grappy and Dad. You know what I'm saying? The, the, on the racing side and life side, so you know, get them get these other racetracks. That's going to help you be a better race car driver. Grampy can probably tell you that because he's raced all over the country, you know, and been to all kind of racetracks, and it just helps you be a better driver. Yep, I think going to race at all these different tracks would definitely help learning to drive better. Yeah. Well, you keep your Renegade card and get your limited card and keep it, run them both, run as much as you can, as much as Grampy can afford to let you race. Yep. <laughs> now, is there any rituals that you say you would have before race day like anything you you got to do before you climb in a race car um not really you just get in there and go at it huh yep hope for the best what about you john you got any crazy you got any crazy things no not really just uh get to the track you know get everything unloaded and and start the day you know and it's just nothing i you know in particular that i do or anything like that no I used to have crazy stuff. I had to wear the same. If I won, I wore the same T-shirt forever, or the same underwear forever. Oh, after, the, after they've been washed, now, now they've been washed. No, but my, I mean, hey, no, that's you get, you get a little Marie. superstition going on. You got to ask something. We got, we got to talk to Marie about that. Yeah, couldn't eat peanuts at the racetrack. Yeah, the we can't have anything green. That is <laughs> one thing. Green. Nothing green. That's right. That is right. Yeah. So I just got a text, Chandler, from from Gerald. Harris with the uh, Southeast Super Truck Series, and he said, "If Chandler makes it to Hickory on Saturday, he's got a hundred dollars for you." Okay, we'll try and make it. There you go. Grampy's over here. <laughs> he's like, "Uh oh." Do you want to say? Do you want to say anything, Jerry? On the mic. You sure? Come on, we. I know, David. Grill, drilling for a minute. <laughs> So, so Jerry, when, when did you start racing? I started in 1968. 68 at the old Golden Strip Speedway. No, I started in go karts. Oh, you started? Oh, you started go karts. 68. 16 years old. Wow. Hmm. All right, he's trying to get his headset on. Let's yeah. See. He Put him on the spot. He ain't gonna hear out of his right ear. You got. You got it upside down, but it'll be all right. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> no. There you go. So, nineteen sixty eight, you started go karts, and and y'all y'all run a sawmill back in the day. Yeah. And uh, but so all of y'all raced. Your dad raced. You. My, yeah, my dad raced. I raced. My both brothers raced. Yeah, Randy and yeah. Al. Yeah. Yeah, and Al's a late bloomer like me. Come along like my brother. See, I didn't Al even know you Jerry. had a brother that raced. Yeah. Yeah. So they. That, that age gap difference but yeah al turned out to be a good driver yeah you know? he uh he done his best at Greenville picking yeah we went up there and run a couple of years yeah. one year he won 10 races in a championship yeah yeah 
Yeah, that, big year. That, that, that's that's tough to do up there in whatever class he was in at the yeah. time, right? He was in the super stock. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've raced Pro Cup, Hooters Pro Cup. You've been you've been everywhere, right? Uh, pretty much. Right. Now, race the dirt and um, late model sportsman back in the day. You know, before they changed it to uh, <clears throat> the Bush Series. Right. Uh, I raced that about three years and went back to dirt and. Run the Darlington Dash series, yeah. Sportsman series, and Hooters yeah. series. Now, I told a story earlier, and I'd like for you to touch on it just a little bit. The Hickory Race 300 laps. Yeah. And you've told me the story a time or two. That- well, that was an invitational race. And naturally, we wasn't invited. And uh, my daddy called Ned Jarrett. And he was promoting at the time and talked him into letting us come. And I told him we didn't have no business up there. Right. Yeah. So we went up there and qualified six and run the whole 300 laps on one set of tires. I, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> 300 laps on one set of tires. <laughs> and these cats now get to squealing after 50. Oh, Can you goodness. imagine running 300 laps on a set of tires? They'd oh look my. at John's hand. Not me, not me. <laughs> How hard were those tires? I mean, they had to be like rock hard. Well, no, that was just what everybody run, you know. So. Well, back then, back then you could probably Eddie would he could run two or three races on oh, yeah. a set of tires. Back right, then you run them till they got down so far, and then you took them off. You know, you didn't put new tires on all right. the time. Then the tire people figured out, wait a minute, we're we're dumb here. It's kind of <laughs> like these cats about buy a set every week. It's kind of yeah, like but, the appliance people, you know. They they come, they come out with the slicks. Mm-hmm. We were running Firestone. When they come out with the slicks, it didn't take long for everybody to figure out. <clears throat> yeah, put new ones on every right. race. Yeah, and that was the end of us. Yeah. My brother said that he he run, and I guess you did uh, uh, Harris, New Columbia, yeah, and Greenville. Yeah, and and Eddie said the tires wasn't that big a deal at Harris and Columbia, but when you come to Greenville, you had to put a set on. Well, we, we we didn't. We just run them all. Yeah. Thing. Well, we didn't said, have the money to buy tires. Well, he like said when he said when he would put tires on at Greenville, he won. Yeah. The only races he won at Greenville is when he put tires on. Yeah, I don't doubt it. But, we know. wasn't smart enough to know that back then. Yeah, yeah. All right. Great talking to Grampy. Mr. Yeah, Jerry we got Rickard. him on the air. I'm yeah. very happy about that. Yeah, Josie be happy. She'll be happy with that, yeah. right? Exactly. So I think it's time for another break. Yep, we're going to take our Move last on. break. We're going to come back and cover some asphalt. We're going to, you know, give these guys a chance also put out some info how they can, you know, be contacted if somebody would be interested in sponsoring them. But we'll do that. We'll cover our asphalt results when we're back here on Track Chat Live. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. 
Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. This is Rod Tucker. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to the Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Time to cover some asphalt results. You see dancing David over there. I didn't really play no groove for him to get uh, dancing he ain't, he ain't to tonight. Play no groove now. Yeah, just uh, just as the world turns, but <laughs> all right, David, what you got for us? What we got? What we on the rocket segment? No, we're on. Uh, oh, we're doing the asphalt. Oh race. man, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we got we yeah, got one race. Yeah, we got yeah. one race track in the asphalt world that actually raced last week. I think got all excited. So, yep, everybody was canceled pretty much, or not canceled, not scheduled this yeah. week. Uh, next race at Anderson Speedway is Friday, July the 14th, the Mini Stock Mania Papa Bear Car Wash Night. That sounds like fun. It's a big clean race. Yeah. <laughs> Dillon Motor Speedway got rained out there. Next race is July the 14th, the Charles Hutto Independence Bash 300. Florence Motor Speedway, no race scheduled. Their next race is July the 22nd for the Summer Sizzler. It's a twin 40 night race. So there ought to be some good cars there. And the one track here, Hickory Motor Speedway, late model one was Cade Brown, late model two was Landon Huffman, the limited late model was Bryson Ruff, the street stock was Cody DeMarles, and the super trucks was Charlie Watson. Their next race is Saturday, July the 14th. It should be the 15th, right? Saturday's the 15th. Yeah, I'm typo. Man. To keep up with you. I was getting happy because I got results to you at a good time yesterday. Kingsport, the, ju- the concrete jungle, no race scheduled last week. Their next race is Friday, July the 14th. Tri Counties, no race scheduled. Their next race is Saturday, July the 15th. The Super Trucks is this Saturday, July the 15th at Hickory Motor Speedway. That ought to be a good one. Yes, it will be. I'm I know these guys are going to try their best. They got a $100 bonus to try to make it up there. So uh, yeah, we'll I, see I, what happens. Well, see, I was just thinking, now the man didn't say he brought his car. He just said if Chandler showed up. So, <laughs> uh, Well, you're right. Chandler kind of call up there and call him out on that, you know. So, <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. It, ho- hopefully they can get up there and go. So I'd like to see Chandler get him some more racetracks in and help him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that so. would be awesome. So yeah. before we uh, go into our next segment, if anybody wants to uh, get in touch with you guys or follow your racing uh, career, how can they do that, Chandler? Um, they can go on Facebook, CWG Racing, or they can go on Instagram, CWG Racing. And we have a YouTube where our race is from inside my car. And then contact us on Facebook if you want to sponsor. So you got an in-car cam? Mm-hmm. Wow, okay, that's so, cool. So why won't we put one in Dad's car? Because then he can't say, I didn't do that. No, we can't have one in mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
So what about your sponsors? You got some good sponsors? Um, yeah, I'd like to thank J&O Racing, Lenny Green, Grampy, The Yard Bar, Scott Colbertson with Scott's Pro Painting, Josie, Nathan Hit, Hit Design, K&K Services, Greg Nix, Waters Tire, The Dog Spa, and that's it. And wow. he didn't have his car to look at when he just rattled us off. Yeah, I mean, he's just like a machine, but we just had them right now. I mean, we got to have a cheat sheet, to do, but he don't have nothing. Though, oh, one more. Um, My dad, JW Machine and Five. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, he was fixing to leave me off. And see, I, I need to thank all my sponsors, but he's taking all of them. So it's all the same people. So I just want to thank everybody who helps us out because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to race. <laughs> now, you don't, do you have an in car camera, John? No, we won't put one in mine because then everybody would know that it was my fault. And I wouldn't be able to say that it wasn't my fault. But I also want to thank Weldon Cook at Cook Farms. He helps us out a lot and has since we got back to racing in 2016. And appreciate y'all having us on the show. It's oh, been real man. fun. Yes, it has. We even got Grampy to talk. That was that was yep. the goal. Yeah, I think we were all surprised about that. I'm still in shock. <laughs> Leading up to this for weeks, I was like, you got to say, oh, we ain't even coming up there. <laughs> when he came up here, I was like, well, there's a chance. And then. We got him to talk, so I'm I'm happy about that. David, are you are now? Are you ready? Are yeah, you? And I guess so. Well, we're gonna go. <laughs> well, first of all, you know the rocket's always ready. Yeah, the rocket is always ready. All right, well, here we go. He's, He's been, been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Hitting and Air, here on Track Chat Live. The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air. Big thank you out going out to Chris Chastain. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. I know he's going up to run a truck race. He's, I was going to ask if he was. Yeah, he's good. Got his truck back together and look forward to him. I think he's going to have a good night. Yes. So... So let's talk about something. You know, scrolling the headlines as the thing says. And yep. So what I've been reading on there, these people, you know, we ain't got but one asphalt track left around here. And you get these people on there, and I'm just going to use the word dumb. They want to run their mouth about something that ain't right. It's the only one we got. Well, ain't none of them perfect. But uh, I'm going to tell you, Anderson Motor Speedway does a better job than any racetrack I've ever been to. And they care about what trying to do the right thing so if you want you can keep bashing the racetrack and this and that but you know we're going to lose it what you're going to do if you don't like coming to a certain racetrack go somewhere else there's plenty of races to go you know you can go two and a half hours with some other racetrack asphalt racetrack or you can go right over the road and run put you some dirt tires on start running dirt but quit bashing your racetracks i think that was the whole reason we started this show is to help gain support for for racetracks you know mainly with greenville you know the situation this in it's not even racing this year right so we're trying to help promote these guys you know all the asphalt and dirt tracks because we lose them seems like every year there's another one that goes under right well one of the good th- best things that probably is the social media you know to help get things out and stuff but it's also one of the worst things because people get on there and they don't think they just want to run their mouth and a lot of times about something they don't even know what they're talking about. Well, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You know, the best thing about Facebook is you can share your opinion. You know, the worst thing about, about Facebook? You can share your you can opinion. Share your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's one of them counterbalance. You know, it's, it's good when it's good, but it's bad when it's bad. And that just goes not just Facebook, all of social media. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the day, I guess when Jerry and us were running back, way back in the early 70s, you know, it was all the two local gas stations somewhere people sitting around drinking a coke and 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 eating a candy bar and it was like you know that's that's where it all started then right jerry how did they handle it back in the day jerry oh well you just took care of it at the racetrack and went on home you know and all the tracks are the same yeah they got good and they got bad yeah you ain't gonna like everything you're never gonna like everything that's right well there you go so i mean you know but people's doing the best they can. They're working hard at the racetrack, just like the best they can do. You know, ain't perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, like John, you seen him drive. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> poor John, poor John. John, John ain't gonna talk to me forever now. I've been, I've been on him pretty hard. No, I'm used to it. I've been getting it for years. It ain't nothing new. <laughs> poor John, man. I tell you what, he's gonna. We're going to have to boost his ego when we leave here. He's- well, if he, didn't boost, if he didn't boost his own ego last Friday, because, <laughs> I mean, he drove a great race, and that's, you know. 
Yes, he did. So. That's something to build on. That, that was a great performance. All right. But, <laughs> but anyway, David, I think it's uh, time to head out of here. What do you think? I time to go. Great show as always. And I got great news. El Taco is back open. So the after party is going to be kicking live tonight at El Taco. So we're heading down there after the show. So if you can't make it to El Taco tonight, I got great news. You can still enjoy a great lunch tomorrow at Electric City Pizza for the lunch buffet, 11 to 2 for $9.99. So, I mean, you win either way, right? That's that's my thing. But uh, that's going to do it for tonight, and we'll be back here next Monday at 6 o'clock. For more Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Anderson Motor Speedway.